1: and we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Master Watson. Yeah, that's right, baby. Hey, buddy, how you doing? What's up, Madam DeCourcy? Um, hey, now. <laughs> I'm just trying to get over. but you know, my voice is like two octaves deeper. I've been getting over a little bit of illness, but I was not too ill to stop by and see you at Meet the Masters. Congratulations once again. Yeah, thank you. You know. On the way to doing that, we've been, you know, teasing this uh, this series of about business documentaries and movies that we wanted to do for a little bit, but and we are still going to get into that here. But going, to, you know, I first want to take a couple minutes and talk about that event because wow, that was um, it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. It was like definitely a lot
0: better than I thought it was going to be. We had every there were six masters. Plus Cliff, so there was seven. Yeah, and let's talk
1: about a few. Uh, you know, a few of those masters was basically like a bunch of billionaires, and then you.
0: Yeah, and we had every kind of old white guy plus me.
1: Yeah, I guess if that's the way we want to put it, but it was esteemed. <laughs> there it were was no ladies esteemed. in the group. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, it's I. Well, we can discuss that on a different one because I don't think we need to actually. But yeah, I was really impressed, and you know, so I did come sit in on your speech, which was delightful. Um, I noticed that everyone wanted to know not only about yours, but my gold shoes. That's,
0: that was the number one question. Why was I wearing gold shoes? Did you say because you want to be like me? Going for the gold, baby. I love it. I, lo- I did see
1: a video of that. Um, I'm going to try to post some videos on the, fa- on the Startup Hustle chat.
0: I don't have any time anymore. We need to post the Meet the Masters video of me. Yeah,
1: I'm going to do that. I'm going to post a lot of stuff. Um, But yeah, that went really well. Um, You know, after listening to yours, I went and listened to Terry Dunn talk about J.E. Dunn, Mm -hmm. which is one of the largest construction companies. They've got $85 billion in revenue, thousands of employees. That's insane. Um, That was interesting. And then what really kind of sparked me and really. I mean, I came out of the thing fired up, was sitting and listening to Bob Bernstein, who I was told was the inventor of the Happy Meal, but I didn't realize he may have invented everything else in general. Um,
0: Well, he did all the marketing for Blockbuster,
1: well, he, 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 he start, owned
0: a bunch of blockbusters franchises. He had a, well, he start, he quit his job at 25 because
1: he went to the owner of the marketing company he was working for and had a bunch of great ideas. And the guy was like, yeah, well, why don't you just keep doing what you're doing, kid? He's like, this isn't the place for me. So he quits his job with a hundred bucks in his bank account. And he's going out and trying to get loans for mm-hmm. his new company. He realizes that people don't loan new businesses money. And he ended up running into a banker that just really liked him guy loaned him 2500 bucks that same guy became the cfo at Marion merrill dow labs which oh, wow. was ewing kaufman's company and for those of you not in kansas city that's the guy who owned the kansas city royals and a lot of other stuff but yeah so with that he started he invented this like the swirly straw remember those straws uh-huh. and the little loops and that's mm-hmm. how he got in with mcdonald's
0: ah.
1: but you know ends up Getting involved with Blockbuster, he owned a hundred stores there, and then started beauty brands, which yeah. was big.
0: Which is probably more of a regional
1: thing here. No, they're is all around, all over man. the country. Yeah, all over. He sold said he sold that five years ago, but there was a couple of things that I took away from the event, and you know that when the it was either the president or the founder of Cerner that almost immediately into the speech said, a good entrepreneur is a great storyteller. And that's, you know, I realized that it is the story of the entrepreneur, of the founder, of all the crap we go through, and all of that, that makes us who we are as business people. Mm-hmm. And, and it, there's so much to be learned from these folks that have been down the road before. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. And I find that the successful people aren't afraid to tell you about the stuff they ruined.
0: Well, and that's what the night was all about. It was about the stories of these Seven different masters, right? And I always love listening to Cliff Illig uh, speak. Yeah. Who, for those of you who don't know him, he's was one of the founders of uh, Cerner, Who's which the is the lar- largest yeah. largest uh, company there is in healthcare IT. They have twenty seven thousand employees globally, based in Kansas City, and um, uh, like twenty five percent of all medical software, or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's they're huge. But he's, we talk about Larry Holt being Yoda. Cliff is kind of like that too. He's just kind of Yoda. And Bob Bernstein was as
1: well. You know, one thing with the Cerner story is they were talking about, it was either the mid or late seventies when they had first started and they were doing the install in Indianapolis Mm -hmm. and they said it wasn't going well. So they moved the company there. Yeah. Talking about having cots in the IT room. And you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's not luck people. It's not luck. It's, Doing what you need to do to get it done.
0: Success demands payment in advance, and as you always is, say.
1: I love, but it's true. I, it's true. So, you know, with that, this whole episode is going to be about us launching a series of review and commentary podcasts about different movies or documentaries about successful people. Okay. So, I watched a whole lot of them. I watched, and, I, and I, I'm kind of a geek for this. I actually will watch this kind of stuff all the time. It drives my wife crazy. But I've narrowed it down to a six-pack of what we can get started with. Okay. Okay? So, um, and the, these will be your homework assignment. Oh, God. Yeah, you got homework, Watson. And you got to do it. You can't, oh, you, can't just, you can't just pay someone to watch these for you. Well, you probably could. So are you ready to see where we're going to start? I'm
0: ready. What are we doing? Let's go.
1: Okay. I'm going slow on purpose because you're rushing me. All right. Number one, Henry Ford, an American dream. We're going to start with Henry Ford because, I mean, this is like the OG founder in many ways. Like he's, I mean, where else did it start? the inventor of the assembly line, whatever. So this is a PBS documentary. It's about two hours long, and it goes through Ford's whole story. Um, all the way down, you know, most people don't know, the dude tried to start two uh, car companies before Ford and failed mm-hmm. for different reasons. they are going to talk about that. The second one, Enron, the smartest
0: man in the room. I think I've actually seen that one before
1: yeah it's uh it's interesting, and it talks about the rise and fall I mean that was a company that was worth billions and then a week later it wasn't a week later had tens of thousands of people streaming out the doors of the offices with nothing but their possessions in a cardboard box
0: so it's amazing uh so what I always say about accounting is you can make the numbers look like whatever you want, so yeah. they kind of perfected that
1: yeah but and, and you know is that it? all right yeah we'll get into that number three. It's called Jiro Dreams of Sushi. So this one was not one I was expecting to put on the list when I went to originally search it. But it had such amazing ratings and feedback while I was doing this research that I was like, I'm going to watch this. It's about an 85-year-old sushi chef in Tokyo who has a 10-seat sushi restaurant in a Subway. And he has obtained a three-star Michelin rating, which is the highest honor that your restaurant can achieve. And it's insane. That's pretty cool. It's, well, what it is, and I, I found it to be remarkably inspiring. And, and it was great. It was just about learning how to be good at what you do and how dedicated this guy was. And he's like, yes, I dream of sushi. But it's really amazing. Um, I found it to be really inspirational. Okay, number four... Is Silicone Cowboys. And that's a story of Compaq computers. Okay. And, you know, when the PC came out, it, everyone was kind of subservient to IBM. IBM just made everything. Yep. And Compaq came along and introduced a portable, which is really funny. This was a portable PC, and they were so proud of the fact that it had a handle. And only weighed 27 pounds. I
0: used to have one of those. Yeah. Well, I still work on A little on keyboard mine. flipped off the front of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still working off of mine. Yeah, now they're MacBooks.
1: Yeah. Well, but, you know, the, the story is really interesting because, you know, we've talked a lot about the cowardly approach. Well, mm-hmm. they definitely did not take it. They looked at one of the largest manufacturers of anything in the world and said, we're going to take you straight on. Mm-hmm. And they innovated something interesting. They found a niche and they were relentless about it, and they really marketed it well, and did a lot of stuff. And it's a I'm really excited interesting story. To,
0: to watch that one.
1: Yeah, that's uh, and it's it's actually pretty quick. Um, actually, I should go back. I think the Enron one's a little over an hour. Jiro uh, Dreams of Sushi is is roughly the same. I think Silicon Cowboys is is forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I'm going to post all these on the Startup episode version of this. If you guys want to check it out. All right, the next one is actually a, a versus matchup. I'm really
0: excited about this.
1: Wall Street, and I mean the original Wall Street, like the Charlie Shane version, versus the Wolf of Wall Street.
0: I'm so excited. You know why? Tell me. Because you promised me that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to come in and be a guest. Yeah. Um, when did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what you promised. Do you don't remember? No. Was I drinking? Yeah. I was? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm always doing that. <laughs> um, Winning. Yeah, well, I mean, spoiler alert. So in episode 65, when Leo comes in, you just ruined it for oh, everyone. Shit, I, I know. We were going to go viral and everything, and you ruined it, Watson. Uh, no, that's going to be uh, interesting. That is almost like opposing stories of greed. We need a greed meter on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to memorize? I think each one of us has to memorize a short bit. Would you want Wall Street or Wolf? Mm. Let me do Wolf because I, I I feel like the sales part of Jordan Belfort is alive and well in me on some days. All right. I'm okay. Good. So you're going to have to learn a, a few lines of it. Okay. I also wanted to, what was her name? Daryl Hannah? I don't know. She just had awesome hair in that. You know, so okay, and then the last one, the sixth on the list. And by the way, we're not going to limit this. Like, I, this is just kind of the beginning of future episodes or discussions about cool movies, about business or startups or things that are inspirational. We're going to kind of use those lessons or feedback to maybe learn something. The last one's called Something Ventured. Yeah, what is that? It's uh, it's about forty five minutes long. It's about the history of venture capital. Ah. Venture capital wasn't always a thing. And with Silicon Valley and software and all that stuff started popping, well, people started investing in it. And uh, Sequoia Capital, who's really well-known now, Mm -hmm. and just a lot of these companies. And it's just really interesting. I know that a lot of our listeners... And people out there are curious about how to get their business funded. Well, understanding a little bit about how that industry works and what they look for and what makes it tick is a good, mm-hmm. a good way to start. But you know, this is uh, something ventured. Uh, by the way, all this stuff now you're not going to find Jiro uh, Dreams of Sushi on Netflix. I'm sorry. Um, I was hoping to have an all Netflix lineup. The other stuff you can track it down, or find it on YouTube, or buy it for 10 bucks on, on iTunes, which I think if you send the receipt in for that, you were going to reimburse all the listeners. Well, Leonardo right? was. Oh, he was? Yeah. Okay. Um, how's he getting
0: here? Uh, his jet, of course. I thought he was like an environmental activist. Why is he flying private? Oh, that's just what he says outwardly. On the inside, I'm sure he burns lots of carbon fuel. Oh, okay. Just like every other hippie. <sighs> Weird.
1: So, yeah, and something <laughs> ventured, it just kind of goes through the whole um, process of how the venture capital process and everything how it came to be, and where it was important, and honestly, some of it's pretty interesting, like like Genentech and genetic engineering okay. and stuff like that. like there was one example where, in like nineteen seventy four a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar investment. Later in two thousand nine, yielded a forty nine billion dollar exit. Oh yeah, that's a lot of time to sit on it. But for, you know, for thirty five years in that kind of return, I'm willing to wait. Yeah, I'm willing to wait. Um, so yeah, um, that's the original lineup. I mean, what do you what do you like on here?
0: You know, the one about Compaq, I think will be interesting. Henry Ford will be interesting, of course. Um, I mean, I think they all sound pretty good. I think you put together a good list. Yeah, I watched a lot more that sucked. Um and didn't put them Maybe on. we should also do one of the uh episodes from Dirty Money later too. Yeah, like the one about they're your neighbor. The, yeah. They were <laughs> all sort of the scandals and failures. I'd really like to hear from of like Enron's kinda like that a little bit. I'd like to hear from the listeners
1: what they'd like to talk about. Because you know, here's the thing is there are there were a lot of sites that were all recommending the same movies and some of them um you know, it's funny. I didn't have the Enron one on the list until someone paid me a visit at the office yesterday. And I was saying that we were getting ready to do this. And they were like, well, are you going to put the Enron one? I was like, dude, gotta have that on yeah. there. So yeah, I think starting with Henry Ford, like dude was a brilliant entrepreneur. And you know what? He was a salesperson and a hustler and all that. And then it all got out of control, too. Yeah. Like, when you watch it, are you f- familiar with that whole story? No, but we're going to get into it. We are. It's really... Uh, you're going to have to take notes on that one. That's got some real interesting stuff. What What do you like about the the Silicon
0: Cowboys? Just the whole history of the computer? Or? Yeah, just all the stuff about Compaq, I think, will be interesting. Um, I used to sell Compaq computers when I was in college at Sears, so... Um, yeah, I think it'll just be interesting because, yeah, like as you mentioned, there was IBM, but then you had all these companies crop up like Hewlett-Packard and Gateway and Compaq and all these people that started selling computers. And Which, if
1: you weren't cool. selling computers at Sears, if you didn't ever take that job, right. the whole trajectory of
0: your life may have been remarkably different. And I, why is that, Matt? Because that's how I got in my uh, first software demo- development job for a car dealership, which Later turned into Vin solutions through other experience and relationships. so you
1: never know folks where it's gonna cross your path, so be ready. I don't believe in luck. It's preparation and opportunity meeting an intersection. but well, anyway, um you're behind because I've watched all these. I know, so Are you gonna watch them again? Um, possibly I, I just watched Henry Ford, Jiro, Silicon Cowboys. I've seen Wolf of Wall Street like way too many times. And then I watched some, something ventured, but, um, you know, so you're going to, this will give you something to do while you're at Disneyland. Man, I should have watched all these
0: on the way back from Cebu. I could have watched them all in one flight. You could have watched them all (laughs) twice, probably, (laughs) maybe even three times, but
1: yeah. So, um, you know, with your upcoming absence, I've got a, a, A literal free-for-all of co-hosts coming in.
0: Yeah, over the next two weeks, I'm only here for three days. I know, and I'm going to just, like,
1: we're going to treat that as if our parents are out of town and we're having a party. You got, like, a hall pass? Yeah, sure. If that's how you want to look <laughs> at it, man, I'm gonna yes.
0: Um, I just love that I'm so easily replaced.
1: No, you're not, man. Actually, your contribution to the show is valuable. It's completely irre- and unreplaceable. Okay. But we're gonna do the, we're gonna do the next best thing. Do the are, best you can do. Are you curious about who's coming in? Yeah. Do you, do you even know? Is that when Leonardo comes in? Yeah, yeah. Because that was yeah. I'm sorry, you're gonna miss that. Okay. Um, no, actually, uh, uh, Daryl Blackburn, who is going to help me. Tell the million dollar bedroom story. Okay, you know why? He was there. That's going to be kind of interesting. Um, he was there for the whole damn thing. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, Jeff Julian's going to come back. We're going to do a, a couple how-to episodes: how to publish a book. Okay. How to start a
0: podcast. Okay. So
1: if you're interested, uh, there you go. And uh, a- Andrew's going to stop back by and give us our monthly update on what's going on with Amazon. Okay. And who knows, I might find, you know, nine or 10 other people to step in.
0: You can use your hall pass however you
1: want. Yeah. Well, speaking of hall passes, I, I was also thinking about doing an episode down the road where our wives came in and then I realized that was a bad idea. Um, a, because if we have to ask them what it's like to be married to two busy entrepreneurs, we might not like the answers. And True. Also, I don't think either one of them like public speaking. So we might I don't just, think either one of them will say a word. I know. Be like, how do you feel about this? And they'll just sit there.
0: Oh, it's great. Yeah, I really like being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've never listened to one before.
1: Well, no, your wife's an avid listener now. No, she's listening to two.
0: No, well, she's beating mine.
1: So there you go. Um, anyway, you got work to do. I'll All right, let's next get the time. work.